0: this is um, Dr. Calvin Ng with Dr. Chris Nguyen Uh, and Dr. Chris is a local from from me relative to me we're in Orange County uh, both chiropractors Uh, we do different techniques which is great Uh, we're both we're both Asian American which is awesome because we we kind of share a lot of a lot of the same I don't want to say struggles but the the challenges uh, if you will you know things with identity I know you know with you Dr. Chris we had a long conversation just about just the adversities uh, growing up you know mm-hmm. what, what it was like with our parents um, and then going through school and whatnot um, but really today what I wanted to talk about Let's just have a like a heart-to-heart conversation, because um, I just thought like you know when I heard your message, I was like, and and heard your story, I was like, wow, it's just it. There's there's so much like profound messages and and so many deep um, intellectual like thoughts that 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 go through. So I just wanted to kind of put that in a recording, mm-hmm. and you know. Provide that, share that with the world, keep it for myself, and just kind of have it there so that you know, you know, people are sort of like flies on the wall absolutely. as we go through this uh, as we go through this conversation. Um, but yeah, Dr. Chris, let me uh, let me have you introduce yourself and tell us more about
1: yourself. Yeah, absolutely. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for having me today, Calvin, and uh, I really appreciate you, Doc, for doing this and allowing. Need to have the platform to kind of just share my message and share a little bit about the story. And again, my name's Dr. Chris Wynn, and I'm from Infinite Life Chiropractic. And same thing with Dr. Calvin, we're just trying to spread the message of chiropractic and health and healing of just how powerful our body is. And we can do this every day. And to be able to share with our community every single day, it's something that we don't take very lightly. So being able to have this platform is very, very powerful for me. And um, like Dr. Calvin was saying, Growing up Asian-American, like, I guess you could say or you can't say that it's necessarily like a disadvantage, but it's almost like how we were talking about, Doc, is that there's almost like a chip on our shoulder, right? And there's like something that we're always out there to kind of prove. And it could be for the bad. It could be for the, for the good, you know? And I think I guess I can focus on the good first is that you're just constantly hardworking, man. And we see that with our own families is that our parents grind, like, we, they came here with, like, the stories, like, oh, I had, like, 25 cents to my name. Like, now that stuff's real, you know? And, like, I asked my parents, and my mom came from, like, a really wealthy family from Vietnam. And after the war, everything was taken away, and she was selling, like, fish at a market and somehow made her way to Belgium with, like, half of her family. And then when her dad passed away, she moved to California. And now she's a registered nurse. She just retired this last year, and... She's just she's chill, she's chilling now, you know? And, and it's all just, like, hard work and dedication to just the craft and to building up herself and building up her family and working as hard as she can, not for herself, but for, for a better cause, to help herself, her family, and even her community that she's around. And that's just something that maybe some people don't have the, like, experience to really talk about something like that or even share it with their, their own kids. And I think with the Asian community most people have a very similar story to that. And the bad I think would be is that we're just so hard on ourselves. And we're trying to live up to maybe expectations that sometimes aren't realistic or expectations that are not even yours, it's really your family's. And I think that's the most difficult part when growing up in our our society or having that like language barrier or like that cultural barrier where maybe our family or our, our mom and dads don 't understand like the things that we 're going through here, and they 're comparing it to like their own upbringing and I think that 's when it gets a little difficult and I think a lot of a lot of us we get a little depressed or just that anxiety or just that depression that maybe we don't even understand that 's there and um, I know we talked a little bit about that and having our own like insecurities and anxiety and depression, and I honestly didn't even know how to define that when I was a kid until I was older and I was like, damn, I was freaking depressed. Like, that's crazy, wow. you know? Um, so, I mean, I just really wanted to speak a little bit more about that. And if, like, yeah. some Asian-American kids or adults that are around our age or even younger or maybe even older that are going through these things that no one ever really talked to them about, like, you guys aren't alone, you know? There's so many people that are going through the same exact thing as you. Maybe you just, just wasn't brought to the surface where, like, wow, that's actually real or that's actually happening. Um, so... Hopefully that comes out as a good message today. Yeah, for sure. That's, that. that's
0: incredible. And, and I just feel like there's, there's just so much to be, to be talked about with, with that. There's just so much richness in, in, in our upbringing for sure. Um, and and that's the thing is, you know, like my goal of really to, to have this, to have the, to shoot these, uh, or record these podcasts is to is to really just have like a nice, candid conversation uh, where we're just kind of being, you know, very vulnerable, but just opening up about, you know, what's going on. But then, like, also, you know, sharing about, you know, what what we've gone through. But not only that, it's just like what we're going through currently. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just talking about the the hardships and talking about not it doesn't have to be hardships all the time, uh, but there could be, you know, there could be people out there who can relate, um, and I know for sure, like, you know, my future kids, the future generation, is going to, is going to probably want something like this, because um, I know that for me, growing up, it was like I didn't see a lot of my, uh, I, I mean, I did, but I, I didn't spend that much time with my, with my parents, with my family. Um, my parents were always working. Mm-hmm. You know, they came here when they were 20, and they just they just worked and worked. Um, so I just, for me, it was sort of like, you know, I I, I kind of wish I heard more stories, even though I did. Yeah. I, I I wish I like had a documentation where I can refer back to, like look at my mom or dad's like diary or. You know, of course, they didn't have podcasts or, or video <laughs> <Imagine>. back then, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, that but that'd be cool, right? That'd be cool. Just just having some sort of material, so it's kind of like I want to be there. I want to be there and, and and see what you guys went through. You know, like coming from a different country mm-hmm. uh, to to new country where you speak don't do not speak the language. Um, you know don't have a pot to piss in and you're just assimilating and trying to survive but you know yeah but anyways the the whole goal of i guess the i mean my the title of my podcast is called it's really my journey uh to what i call lifestyle freedom mm-hmm. and it's not just it's not a term i made up um i just think it's a very all encompassing term lifestyle freedom and lifestyle okay, freedom I dig it. yeah yeah and lifestyle freedom and it's really came from like freedom freedom is you know like where like it's having the ability um to to do whatever you want having the ability to think whatever you want to express who you are um and to be free and you know that i see is like there's a lot of happiness in that a lot of fulfillment a lot of joy mm-hmm. In, in that um, lifestyle is sort of like the way you live, who you are, what you think about what you do, you know it doesn't matter any part of your life um, you know I, I think that people should have freedom uh, to be able to to choose you know where they want to go um, so that's kind of how it got brought to me, but starting off it was. It was always it was about I learned it because of like financial freedom, Um, because financial freedom is like, okay, you have you you work you earn money, and then you have you have enough money, um, and you have the financial security, the freedom to buy whatever you want to spend whatever you want, you know, Um, and then there's another term that I came across that I learned. And it's time freedom, hmm. which is you spend little to no time um, making money, which means you can you have time freedom, so you have the freedom to use your time however you like, uh, in, however you like. Yeah. and that's not the reality of of most people in America, at least, is because they're always you know they gotta go to their, their job nine to five, mm-hmm. um, they come home and they got kids. Right they got all this all these things to do you know if you're an employee, you're working forty hours a week if you're self employed you're working you know eighty hours a week, yeah. and it's just like you know you may have you may make some money, but it's always
1: tied to how much time you have and so we're limited on learning, time so like and we you're are limited on money yeah. when you're limited on time if time is associated with your money
0: exactly I mean wow. they always say like, yeah. time and money is is really the same thing, yeah. right? And it's and it's true. I mean, the only difference is you can't you can't possibly get back time. So um so for my journey it's like I I want that. I want that. I want that time freedom um because I want to not have to worry about kind of like going back to like how our like our parents, you know, for me it was like you know my my parents worked Like my mom had a shop, has still has a shop, still working, from like 8:30 to like 10:30 at night, you know. So at the restaurant, and you know part of that is like she loves doing it too, because there's a community like in that restaurant and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. But still, it's like it's a lot of time like away. Like she comes home, and then it's like you go to bed, and then you do it all over again. So there's really not them, and that was seven days a week. Man, you know, still seven still days doing a week. It. She's still doing it. You know, still open during this whole whole uh, stuff. Uh, lockdown. Yeah. And for my dad, it was like similar, but I mean, he he was he was a contractor, and he um, he would go to work at like eight thirty nine, and then he would get off at like five. Uh, But then he had like paperwork because he he, he ran the company, so he had like all this paperwork to do and payroll and all these things Mm -hmm. um, Until like, you know, eight nine and that's when we would like go eat dinner and then you come home and you do it all over again So it was like that was sort of like my life like growing up so I knew like even though I had this like nice house that I was living in I was comfortable had everything provided for me so for me, it was really comfortable, but I knew, I knew because they, my parents always talked about, it, said it to me. Um, I always knew that it, like they had to trade a lot of time to 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 provide all of that. Yeah. And so when I look at that, and I'm like, well, wh- where do I go going forward? Like I'm, I now became a doctor instead of like instead of being a. You know, owning the restaurant instead of like doing construction, yeah. like I now I became a doctor, and so like I'm able to make you know a little bit more than them. Um, I should be making a lot more than yeah. them, um, and because of you know the education, that's what they wanted. But it's sort of like I looked at it, and I'm like, but I'm gonna be doing the same thing, you know, you I'm don't change be, things around,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, I'm gonna be trading time for, for money. I'll, I'll be, I'll be treating people from, you know, you know, nine o'clock to, you know, six o'clock and it's, it's going to be the, the it's, same, it's not vicious near, cycle. it's still the same. Yeah. It's still the same. So, you know, I, for me, I was like, okay, like I wanted to, I wanted to dive into other things. I wanted to learn about like finance. I wanted to learn about like how to create like wealth, um, because, you know, I want I want that time freedom I want to be able to you know spend time with my kids watch them grow up
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know take them to wherever and just be with them as much as I can and cherish those moments that I feel like I, I didn't have growing up yeah. it's not a it's not really a resentment towards them it's just I, I, I see what I want and I see what I don't yes. want um, so so yeah I mean I think I think a lot of people can probably relate to that. Perhaps, but yeah, those are just kind of the thoughts of like that went through my head of just like of when it comes to freedom, right? And it really means so much more to that too because freedom is like it's 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 really it's anything it's any if you if you shoot if you want to be a chef and own a restaurant, then please do that, right? That's that's your freedom. Like you gotta figure it out. But what I'm saying is having what does having time in your favor provide for you is like your life purpose, mm-hmm. your purpose to deliver something, you know to to help others. Um, you know for me, like I want to I want to open up like uh, holistic care facilities all around the world, especially in like third world countries where they don't have a lot of access to to holistic health mm-hmm. care services or or alternative health care services right most people are like oh uh, you don't take insurance then and i don't want you like, <laughs> I, I i don't really I, ex- exactly because we have to because insurance doesn't cover what we do so that's the tough part right like so health goes to those who can afford it and that's that's kind of that sucks so for me i'm like okay how do i like You know, one of my projects, I feel like in life that I really want to do is 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 tackle that, is tackle that for, and and help people get there. Um, But I can't do that if I'm worried about my own like kids and feeding my own kids and 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 treating people right. I mean, I could, but it just I, I spread myself too thin. So it's really about like finding your purpose and then like how much time can you, you know. Like, how are you going to how are you going to go after that, like delivering that purpose and being and fulfilling that? Um, so, yeah. So just wanted to give you like a backstory a little bit about like, you know, kind of how I started this, got this idea of doing a podcast. And I just feel like, you know, um, it, yeah, it's not supposed to be like a preachy type of podcast. Yeah, it's, it's just a conversation. Be like, let's just yeah, it's just a conversation. Um, so yeah, but with all that being said, I would say, you know, like, Chris, like, what, what would you say? Like, what would you say? Like, you ultimately want? Like, what are your goals? What are your dreams? Where do you want to go?
1: Yeah. So like, I guess vocabulary wise, I guess I kind of define things a little differently. I think of goals as something that is ultimately getting me to like my ultimate vision, right? Um, I think goals are always changing Mm -hmm. and always trying to reach goals but a lot of the time when I'm when I used to just try to look at goals all the time when I wouldn't reach them I get really upset or really sad because I was always attached to like that result you know what I mean but when I started thinking more of like my vision like what was my vision for like let's say like 20-30 years from now kind of like what you're saying is like I want to be able to provide chiropractic and my care out of abundance I want to be able to care for people because I love to do it and I want to make sure that I'm serving my community at like the highest level I possibly can every single time that I'm in the office but I don't want that to be the factor of like how I'm making ends meet and feeding my family so like when you're talking about like financial freedom or like financial or like time freedom like that's something that i see myself like want to achieve as well in that vision where I want to be an investor I want to be able to invest in real estate I want to own like multifamily complexes and like realistically it's really not that difficult man um just finding the right mortgage broker for you finding the right group like you could going in with like your best friends um as long as you're like hitting up contracts and stuff like that and if you guys need like a mortgage broker hit me up i'll have a perfect person for you but um (laughs) no like it's it's definitely like it's very achievable man it's just like having to reach out for those, that knowledge or that education in order to get there is what people don't do because they don't think that it's reachable. But you can really do anything that you want. Like, everyone has the same yeah. amount of freaking time in a day. It's just like, what are mm-hmm. you dealing with it? And for my vision, like I want to invest. I want to play with the stock market. I want to be able to make money when I'm on vacation with my family. But I also want to provide chiropractic every freaking day as much as I can because I love it, you know? And I know, like, you're with Dr. Cohn, who does the same exact thing. Like, he does that, uh, was it Wednesday night for people? Like, he's there till like, 8, 9 mm-hmm. o'clock every single week. He doesn't have to do that. He does that because he loves it. He loves to take care of his community. And he doesn't do it for the money, you know? But he's not tied to that clinic where it's, like, if this clinic isn't crushing it, he's not going to be, like, ass out of everything. Because he knows that he set the systems there so that you guys are there to crush it. And you guys are. You know what I mean? So like if I can Mm -hmm. set up a procedure where it's like my systems are so clear that anyone can come into my office that's trainable is going to be able to crush the same exact thing as me and I can slowly start coming back as more of like an actual founder and like owner of my practice rather than an employee. Right. hundred percent. And then I can start investing. I can start doing all these different things and that's when that like financial and that time freedom is going to come in line. And it's all about hitting those intermediate goals. And if if I don't hit goals, you can really just reassess it versus being really attached to that result. Cause like kind of going to like the coronavirus stuff right now, like I'm supposed to be open at this moment, but I'm not. And I can be really sad about that. Or I can be really upset and beating myself up and like trying to control things that I don't have control over. But the more that I think about it, it's, it's honestly a blessing in disguise, man. Like maybe I wasn't fully ready yet. Maybe my systems aren't as clear as they need to be. Like, maybe my paperwork isn't as as crisp as it should be or like not getting the right information from my patients that I need when I'm going through it. So it's all different things that I get to reassess during these times and really just work on myself. Like something I'm doing every day, um, I'm trying to learn straight line persuasion from Jordan Belfort. And dude.
0: Oh, Jordan's great. Man,
1: like this guy's like my hero,
0: dude. (laughs) I love (laughs) him. He's freaking uh, crazy. Yeah i love i love it and and it's just he's such a good sales uh salesman and such a good such good sales coach i don't know what you would refer to and like um but yeah i I just remember i I, actually like i remember uh when i first started uh like a few months ago i was checking out a lot of his material um because i wanted to learn um i wanted to learn sales i wanted to learn like how to like sell tonality. how to persuade yeah. tonality all those things um and i think it's yeah it's great it's just it's such a and and that's cool that's cool how like you <laughs> you came across that too and it's just and i think a lot of people especially doctors they they look at like as such a bad as, thing like, it's a, evil such you a bad mean? thing even our school and dude. It's really not yeah and it's really not it sales is is phenomenal. It's it's the art of persuasion, the art of communication, um, and there's really nothing. And like Jordan said, like he says, you can use it, and he's done it. You know that's why he went to jail. <laughs> but like you can you can use it for like to be malicious and manipulate people and get them to like you know buy things that they don't need or do whatever things that they is. aren't
1: supposed to do. But if right. you do it for the good of but, humanity, like, exactly. man, that's the most beautiful thing that you can do. Like, so beautiful. I mean, look, at all, the, that's look at all the crazy people in our world, like freaking Oprah or like, yeah. I don't know, just like all these people that everybody listens to. Like, these are just salesmen, man. Like, they persuade the shit out of everyone. Because, yeah. Like, yeah, they do. You can't deny that, you know? Like, everything we do mm-hmm. is a sale. You go to the freaking grocery store, you're getting sold left and right. You go turn on your TV, you're getting sold left and right. Like all the shit that's in your house, you got sold that. Like without sales, it, like this world doesn't work. And It, it doesn't. And within yeah, my school, like I was part of Amp Club. It's, in a, it's a mentorship and like mastermind group. And it's, they give you procedures. They give you cool. scripts. They kind of help you with communication, how to set up a business. Wow. Um, And it's a big mastermind of docs that are in the field right now versus people that maybe are like retired or not working or just up coaches. You know what I mean? These people are in the trenches every single day still, and they're just passing down their knowledge. And these are just like crushing docs, man. And all the new founding amps that are amp offices that are coming up are generally all very, very successful because we're just following the systems and procedures that you know are tried and true. And then, when I was trying to speak to my school and that was kind of a, it was a challenge, man. Like, yeah, we had a good following within the ant club, but people were always like, you guys are so salesy. You guys are talking about like principled chiropractic. Mm. And it's like, yo, if you're not a principled chiropractor, you shouldn't be a fucking chiropractor. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry (laughs) for the language and like the passion on that. But like, I just hate it. If you're not in it for chiropractic, like you shouldn't be a chiropractor. You should be doing something else. You know what I mean? Hundred
0: percent. I I I totally agree with you, and I think um, you know many people definitely. There are definitely many, and I think with the new generation of chiropractors, um, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily agree with. uh, There, you know, a lot. I see a lot of people going towards like the evidence base and the the PT Mm -hmm. physical therapy rehab, and let's refer everything, every single thing, out to a medical doctor and it's just like it, you know it, it's like you have to think about and then they say like things like you know like uh, oh like anyone who's not doing this or doing be anything be it looks yeah. weird like you guys need to get shouldn't be practicing and you got to get out of, out of our profession and i'm just like what do you mean our profession do you know how this profession got started it started because somebody who was dead <laughs> got adjusted, and they got their hearing back. And ever since then, it was all about healing. It was all about restoring the body's, yep. like, normal physiology and doing, like, healing the body in ways that, you know, medicine could not do. And that was that was it, you know. And what, like, right now, like, how things are going in schools, it's just like, you're just, like, this glorified, like, personal trainer like physical therapist like I'm sorry but that's just yep. that's really just how I see as it a, no know? not at all because I don't we, need we need physical therapists we need like these people they cuz i think it's their job it's, yeah. and like
1: kind of like we're all saying we're like i'm i'm on calls every single week with a physical therapist and we we do completely different things right exactly. but we work in conjunction with each other you know what i mean and it's but stay in your lane. Like, don't be mm-hmm. a physical therapist if you're a chiropractor, right. like, don't be a chiropractor if you're a physical therapist. Don't be adjusting people and stuff. Like, that's not your that's not your job. Like, I'm not gonna be over here like telling people to do freaking like right. I don't know like shoulder rehab exercises during the middle of our session. Like, that's not that's not my jam, bro. Like, that's not what I'm gonna do.
0: It's not. Yeah, and I yeah, hundred percent. And it's and it's sort of like. You know, if people wanna if people wanna do that, if chiropractors wanna do that, and they do that, that sure, that's fine. But like, just as much as like, I have respect for that type of work because I, I love it. I love doing it and getting it done on myself. But it's like, mm-hmm. like respect us for what we're doing too. You know, respect us for 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 uh, for looking at the adjustment as as such a powerful thing. You know, whereas like a lot of them. You know, I remember going through school, they would just laugh at, like, they're like, oh, we shouldn't even, yeah, they would laugh at the word subluxation, they'd be like, oh, you, like, we're not doing anything, you know, like, the evidence says, like, the adjustments, barely doing anything, and I'm just like, like, no, like, hey, well, like, everything, everything works, you know, everything helps, um, you, you do what, you, you do what you want, but, like, why is there this, then like, wrong. oh, if you're not doing what I'm doing, then, then you're wrong right it's sort of like that so that's where i get kind of like hey like mm-hmm. come on like we can all work together r- rather than like be like oh i have like i i'm standing like I'm are not I'm in standing my camp, in this like, camp you can't play so you know the, the yeah exactly so it's just yeah and i and I totally get that and just going back to what what you were saying about like the sales the salesy part is like I I, I totally understand. I feel like in my school, um, at Palmer West it was like it was they they focused so much on like Mm -hmm. like what's the evidence say, what's the science say? What's the book saying? What's the what's all these little nitty gritty things saying and then believing like oh the more knowledge you have on those Mm -hmm. the more successful you'll be. But it's like, and which is how our current school system and educational system works, which is not true at all. It's, you know, if you look at, the, like, the best-selling things, the best-selling whatever, best-selling authors, best-selling, you know, whatever the case may be, it's, it's best-selling, yes. not, like, the smartest. It, you know, it, your knowledge, there's so many, we know of so many... Uh, chiropractors, probably, who, or just like holistic docs or whatever, where they just have this wealth of knowledge, but they just can't really it's communicate like, that well. It's like you know, or they don't know how to. Yeah, it's like analysis like, convey their message. You know,
1: like and people then just getting so into the details where right, it's like, yeah, how do you not necessarily dumb it down, but how do you how do you communicate in a sense that no matter what type, yeah, what type, whatever education or whatever portion of someone's understanding of something. Like, how can they understand and apply that into their own lives and be mm-hmm. like, "Wow, that is something that I need." Versus like, "Yeah, you know, like the spinal thalamic like track in your body, like you have a subluxation in the upper portions of your neck and your cervical spine, <laughs> like if I adjust this, like the spinal thalamic nerve is gonna relax and you're not gonna feel pain." Like, what the hell are you talking about, dude? Like, no one cares.
0: No, no one care. Yeah, people. The patient does not care. The customer does not care. All they want to know is, can
1: you help me? You know, and 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 you know, the difficult thing about like, chiropractic research, as you know, man, everybody responds to care so differently. And like, I think Heidi Havoc is just like crushing it in research. Like she's doing such a phenomenal job of like tying hospitalizations and like adjustments actually help with like the prefrontal cortex. Like you're helping change the way that somebody's brain works. Like that's powerful. You know what I mean? But like, it's difficult to quantify like, okay, like how much does a chiropractic adjustment help with headaches? Well, as we understand with like chiropractic philosophy, we're not curing anything. We're not curing headaches. We're not curing low back pain. We're just removing interference from the body. And the body's doing its healing on its own, whether that's a headache or a low back pain, like that communication to that area is being restored. Your body doesn't have to emit that pain indicator to be like, oh, like something is wrong. You know, like you're taking away that that fire alarm and your body can definitely restore itself Mm -hmm. and you're not going to have those symptoms anymore because your body's functioning well and your body is performing better. And like pain is such a bad indicator of health as well. And like that's kind of off topic of like what we're talking about when we're trying to find all this research, but it's hard, man. It's difficult to like find research because each adjustment is going to be changed every single time on every single person. So you have fifty people with headaches, and getting one type of adjustment mm-hmm. like could help the headache, or it could be helping other stuff. And you're just like, "Oh, like this is not work now." Like, it's difficult.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I love it, and it's, and just to tie it in with like, with freedom, it's like that is that is there. It is right there again. It's like, what, what's the goal of being pain free? What's the goal of moving better? What's the goal of you know, feeling better, what's the goal of not having symptoms, um, having your body work at optimal function, getting rid of disease. It, it, it comes down to like one thing, everybody just wants to be absolutely like free, to, to be free, to be free from anything that ties them down, right? Just imagine having, oh man, just having, you know, my dad went through, my dad had uh, went through liver transplanting, yeah. and he had, before that he had cirrhosis. And it's just like, when, when he had that diagnosis, when we found that out, it was sort of like, that, 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 that just put yeah. a cap on freedom, you know? Same thing is as if when people, like people who are employees, you know, and, and I'm no, not, not to not say like all. me and you, we got this all figured out. We don't, we're, 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 getting, we're getting hit too. But I'm saying like, like financially a lot of people are getting hit but there's no there's no like other stream of income and so what's happening is is Mm -hmm. you know now you're capped now you're restricted so you don't have this freedom of again once again lack of freedom even though we're in this free country but it's an illusion almost Um, but it's it's freedom really comes from within not you, you don't just go to a place and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm in a free free country and, and it's, I'm free now. It's, it doesn't work like that. It, it's like you you have to earn that. You have to find that. You have to be willing to put in the work. You have to be willing to go and, you know, go get care. Go get, you know chiropractic care go get naturopathic care whatever it is um and you have to be willing to to take those steps in order to achieve no, that freedom because it's, it's freedom's not free you know and it's and it's crazy but yeah i love that i love how we just i love how you said uh dude It changed doing the my straight life line sales um thing that's like, just oh yeah i bet bad I, I really wanted to do it i have so many things going on but i i really i was, really, I, was I almost did it when he had like when he had like that big like 75 yeah. percent sale i think i was so close i was so close to doing i think this was back in like november or december but i was so close to buying it um because i just like i just resonated
1: mm-hmm. so much with what jordan had real. to say about you know, sales. he doesn't he doesn't sugarcoat yeah, like we need to be selling people if they no. need to be sold, and you can't try Nothing. to sell people that shouldn't be sold. Like there's people that you shouldn't be taking care of, and it's fine. Exactly, but you got to find the person that can take care of them for them because ethically, that's your job. Your your job is to care for whoever's in front of you, whether you're actually providing them services or you're finding someone else to provide them the service that they need. Right, and like. That's something that I really, really enjoyed when I was listening to him. And I was like, wow, I can really get behind that. And like, I think people have a misconception of Jordan Belfort because of like Wolf of Wall Street, but that's part of his past, you know, like he wasn't perfect. He's not perfect now, but he's changing his life around and he's, he's changing people's lives now by helping them understand how to actually communicate what their services are and getting to the vision that they want to have that financial freedom. Like, why wouldn't you want that for everybody?
0: Mm. it's it's profound it, it it really is, and it's like, see this is why this is why this is why I had you here, man, because it's it's really the it's really the mindset, it's really the how to think, and I find that a lot of people um i don't know it's like there's this there's this herd mentality. Of like let's follow the crowd and what they're doing right like everyone you know everyone doesn't want to be sold so it's like now all of a sudden everybody doesn't like sales when you you know it's like if you say like if you say to anybody oh, I'm, a, I'm a salesman yeah like, they'll be like oh no you know you're yeah you're, you're grimy right but it's, it's yeah. like Everybody is a salesman.
1: Or a bad it's, one. Whether you're, it's whether you're a good one <laughs> like you're not gonna or buy not a good Bell's one. Salesman, you know? <laughs> right? it's, it's, like you're right. going to buy from good salesmen because they presented something and you exactly. needed it. And you're like, oh my God, <laughs> this is going to change my life.
0: 100%. <laughs> and I think, like you said, sales is really... And, and even as a doctor, you, you, it's the same thing. Sales is really just you know, seeing, seeing what people need, seeing where yes. the problem is, and that's all people providing want. a solution for, for them. And
1: yeah. And monetizing well, Jordan, that, that transaction well, Jordan right was kind of saying was like, that's all, that's people all it have is. this like scale. They have a scale that on one end is like, okay, if I buy this, like these are all the awesome things that are going to happen. And on the other side is like the other scale is that, Fuck! If I buy this, like my life is gonna be worse than if I were to do this, like because of financials or because of this. Like, you have to break apart some of that scale in order to like even out that scale to make sure that okay, like when people make their decision, it's based off of logic and emotions, not just like a logical one or not just like an emotional one. Because I know, like when I was going through other sales, people were like. Oh, like people don't buy off of logic. They we're we're like we're emotional animals. So if we can make people buy off of emotions, they're more likely to do it. But it's like what he was saying, it's like it's actually both. Like when you're thinking about things, when you're about to buy something, you think about how much money you have. That's a logical thing. That's not emotional at all. But your logical side is like, okay, I have this amount of money, but I need this type of service because I know that my life is dependent on it, then it gets start getting emotional as well. So if you have that come together, this person is actually going to make a better decision because it's tied into both where they can actually allocate their maybe funds differently because they know that their life quality is going to be improved from it. Like, I don't know, man. It was just like, it really, it really solidifies like my thinking of like how I want to actually like communicate with my patients and, and like finding the people that actually want to be in the office. You yeah, know? And, man, like I'm, my office isn't going to be for everybody and that's okay too. Like I'm not, I can't take care of everybody. Like I sure hope not. Like I don't want to see 3.3 3 million people in my office. Like <laughs> that's, that's not good, man. You know, like there's too many, there's too many people in Orange County, <laughs> and there's, there's not enough chiropractors. So like, why are we not sharing people around our community to the people that they know that they can provide services to, you know? And that's why I love mm. speaking to other chiropractors because there's so many other chiropractors that are so awesome that, I can't do the things that they do and they can't do the things that I do. So why are we, why are we trying to hoard patients when there's not an, there's not enough of us to go around.
0: Right. And I think that really, that sums it up right there as, as the, you know, abundance mentality versus the scarcity mentality. And, you know, and I know, you know, for us, it's like we're young, but we're still relatively (laughs) new to practice and, We're young yeah, young guns out here but and with with a not a substantially huge patient base right now. So, you know, like for me, I know that too. Like I I, like I find myself sometimes like would be thinking, you know, in scarcity mode and like, oh my god, like you know, I like I I really Mm -hmm. want this person to be like my patient or something, or you know, I'm out looking. And rather than being like, hey, like you know, like if if you like what I do, then you're gonna come, and if you don't, then so be it. So like, talk to me a little bit about like, kind of like your your like, you know, where where you're at in your headspace with that whole thing. Like, what are some any
1: like challenges there? Like, what are you going through? Just well, as of right now, as a as a new doc, as of right now, and building up. I've abilities. been really enjoying just communicating with people and just kind of telling people about just my story and how I want to help them and just learning a little bit more about them as well. Cause I've been meeting more of like professionals lately than actual like patients, because I've been kind of holding off on that. I don't really want to like give all this, like pre, like almost like sale a bunch of people where I don't have anything to sell them for, you know, Like I don't have an office at the moment because I'm waiting for construction to be able to start at the, at the moment. So for me to like, just talk to a bunch of patients and try to sign them up, like, I don't have a timeline for them. So at this point, like all I'm doing is talking to other professionals and it's partially kind of shitty because yeah, I want to, I want to book up like my, my clientele book and like within my business plan, I want to make sure that my office is completely packed in the first like month because that's just how like the cash flow is going to start, you know, and I can start taking care of people and start getting testimonials and just showing that like, I'm, I'm like, I'm the real deal, man. Like this is what I've been like training for. This is the services that I want to provide for people. And I know that I can get people well and help them get well. And it's because of how awesome our body is, not because of how amazing of a doctor I am, but just the way that I can communicate what I'm doing. And I know that I can deliver the goods. That's what it's going to be about. And just meeting other professionals in the area that can tie in with like my vision and tie in with like the network that I know that I'm going to need. That's something that I have been really talking towards. And the challenge at this point is like when when this construction starts like how do i start getting in front of people how do i start doing my health talks and like i know we talked a little bit more about like my plans on trying to get into health talks or like different plans on getting in front of people in general like i don't know when people are going to start gathering together anymore like when is that really going to happen again so really just trying to devise like a new plan of like a marketing strategy to be able to talk to a lot of people in a short amount of time, like how I used, how, how how my originally plan was. So that'd be the big challenge at the moment. Um, so yeah, man, if you can kind of help me in that aspect, that'd be great. But right now it's just, it's a lot of referral based, which is, which is good, but also not good as a starting practice because you don't have enough Mm -hmm. people to, to run off of like a referral based practice.
0: 100%. And like, like yourself, you know, I agree the tough part about starting out is a it's like number one we, we we're fel- relatively young and if you think about it like most people want mm-hmm. want their docs to be seasoned they want their docs to be to i have do yeah absolutely which i totally get that too it's like of course you know and then, and so that that's I'm just, you know, I'm not complaining about. It. I'm just pointing out like the the Yeah, it, do, it doesn't there. help that uh, being um, Asian Americans, we look like twelve year olds. We, right? It's, it's it's so funny because it's uh, so many people always say like, "Oh, you're," like, "You're a doctor? Like what? You look you look way too young." And I'm just like, "Yeah, you know, I, I started early. You know, Asian family, but." Um, which is not true, like for me, like I didn't grow up in a household that like they, my parents pushed me to, to do anything. Like, you know, I just, I graduated, they were very lenient and very open. They just were <laughs> they're just like, just don't, just don't be a don't screw gang up. Don't gangbang, Cali. You know, <laughs> just don't be a screw up and don't, exactly. And, and that, and, and you'll be, you'll be fine, you know, just live the normal life kind of thing. So I, yeah, I was blessed in that sense. But yeah like just current struggles i think um or, or challenges is like you know when you feel like you got like momentum on a certain oh, thing yeah, kind of like right before this ended like i just felt like oh i was building i was building like you know good solid patient base and then you know i was i was doing my thing i had all these like talks lined up and just got chocked, it, right? it was just like boom just like that where just got chopped straight up, and it's like you know, and I know like yes, financially yeah it, it it's a it's definitely taking a hit, your but it's emotions. also it does yeah, a lot man. to also like your your mindset, your emotions right like your your um your confidence level um and to, cause it's like now it's almost like i There's so, and this is going back to like me feeling like I'm like I'm thinking in a scarcity mindset kind of way. Is that now I'm thinking like okay, there's all these people like that are trying to save money Mm -hmm. and they're trying to worry about like the necessities, like you know, and it's like like how am I going to sell them? How am I going to commute persuade them that this is. Like they actually need like this type of care, which I I believe, I totally believe that they do. They they need to take care of their bodies. It's like, come on now. Like if you're scared about illness, like what better way is it to come to us to prevent that, to prevent, to keep your body working in an optimal shape. But it's also like knowing that a lot of people don't think like that. And also feeling like kind of inadequate on like how do you convey that message to them? Um, so like those, those are, those are kind of like, you know, been like the thoughts that are coming in my head all the time. And it's like, there's a lot of things that I do, you know, as you know, like I'm involved in other businesses. And so like in my other businesses, it's like, it, it's like there's that too, there's that level of persuasion and communication. And it's, it's just like. It, like there's times when you I just go through it and you're mm-hmm. not you're not producing the results that you want. Kind of like what you said about like being attached to the result. And you're absolutely right. It, I find myself like if I'm so attached to like, hey, like I, I want to achieve this goal. I'm, I really want to get here. And then if I put like a time limit on that, that that stresses me out even more because
1: then you think of yourself like, as like I a don't failure get there, or whatever it is. Then yeah. it's you not a failure but like man yeah, like i, I feel sure yeah. of myself yeah and you just feel so
0: not, yeah right and and you feel so down like i was just telling my girlfriend like the other day like i just you know lately i've just been feeling that i've just been like spinning like a roller coaster mm-hmm. cuz i see so many opportunities out there to make moves and make things happen and then at the same time i'm like you know based on like the results that i'm getting it's like that's not happening because also, my lack of patience, um, it, it's also frustrating and emotional at the same time. No, so I, no, I, I don't know if that, dude. like, I felt like dude, I had you a get emotional, had a low about key, that? like, minor dude. breakdown this past
1: weekend. Like, I was freaking out, man. Like, I've never, like, we just graduated, you know what I mean? And we're trying to start up our own practices and mm-hmm. building up this clientele, and there's no one to freaking talk to right now and the only way that i'm getting in front of people is like through referrals and like talking to other people and slowly getting in front of other things and it's just stressful man like how am i supposed to fill up my my books you know like that's something that i was scared of as well and it's like i i need to i need to figure out a new strategy of like how i'm gonna get in front of like masses when there's not that's not like a real thing right now so like am i gonna do this like through social media like how am, how am i gonna do it and And kind of like you're saying, like, people are just scared right now. Like, they're just so scared. And they're listening to, like, this media. And they're listening to just inadequate information about just how their body works and immunity. And people are just waiting around for who knows what. And a vaccine, like, yeah, man, you think this vaccine is going to cure you from, like, (laughs) all this shit? Like, that's not how your body works. Like, yes, hey man, I'm not saying like vaccines don't have a time and place, like vaccines have saved humanity before, you know what I mean? But like at this point, like do we need a vaccine for this coronavirus? Like there's like less than 1% of people dying. I'm not saying it's not real. Like my uncle almost passed away in Belgium. Like it's something that's affected my family. So I'm not saying like this coronavirus isn't real. Like it's very real. This virus is extremely real. There's people dying. There's people that are sick. But the amount of like intensity it's brought into this world and it's brought the most powerful country to its freaking knees frightens me and how am i supposed to communicate like people's health when they're waiting for like the media to tell them what they should do they can't people are scared to think for themselves man and i see that with my own friends Mm. like we we get in arguments like almost every day because people are freaking just stuck Mm. inside like me and my best friends are like constantly arguing about random things and I'm like, why the hell are we arguing? Just like people just can't think for themselves, dude. And like been trying to be rational about things and it's difficult. And things with like even like personal stuff with like my girlfriend. Like we're we're doing long distance and that's tough, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know, man. It's it's definitely a lot to take in all the time and like you're saying, it's a roller coaster. Some days I'm feeling like super pumped and like high on like a on like a high because like maybe having like awesome meetings, like people are saying this, people are saying that. And then some days like I'm not as busy, I'm um, just kind of sitting around and like doing something that I'm not wanting to do, which is not working at the moment, you know? And yeah, man, it gets, it gets a little, it, it brings me down for sure. But just trying to focus more on the positives, like positive things for me right now. Um I'm healthy. I'm not sick. I, have the funds in order to open up a practice. I have the skills to be an awesome chiropractor and I have the communication to be an awesome chiropractor and I have a family and a, and friends that support me. And those are like the main things that I really need. And I think just going back to like the bare basics of those things really like brings like some peace into me. It is man. Like we're fucking blessed, bro. We're so blessed to be able to like do the things that we do, you know? And we are it's just a little, little flash in time that we're getting stuck right now. And just what are we doing like throughout your day? I think to like fulfill that, you know, like maybe it is to not do something for a moment. Maybe it is to like watch Netflix or play some video games or hang out with like your parents just to like chill, like it's totally fine to not do something, but you also have to make sure that you're still progressing and like laser focused on the things that you need to accomplish.
0: It, it, it's really just finding the the, the silver lining and uh, keeping, just making sure like you
1: believe, making sure you're, you're like, it's the you're, why. Your dude. Mindset it's is, the why. Is right. You know what I mean? It. Because like, if,
0: yeah, not even just chiropractic, you know,
1: chiropractic's the one that's like, what is your why? Like, like, attach yourself to the why. But it's like, man, everybody has a why. And it's during the times of struggle that you need your why the most because if you don't have a strong sense of why, like you're just gonna be lost. You're just gonna be doing things that you have no idea you're gonna be adding random crap into your life that doesn't need to be there because you think it's gonna get you to where you need to be. But like, if you can really root yourself down to the ground to what your why is, every single thing that you do in your life should be like, should be pushing you towards that, that why or that vision that you have. Yes, yes.
0: It's really yeah. If you have strong enough reasons, if you have a strong enough why, then you'll push past it. You'll keep you'll keep going despite the, you know, despite the good things and the bad things. It's you're you're still gonna do it. I mean, which is why, yeah. Like the roller coaster ride, it's like yeah, you're gonna have ups and downs. Yeah, and stuff, dude. But we're like, strapped in, dude. But I'm locked in. You know, I'm strapped in, and I'm i'm not i'm not gonna I'm not gonna raise my hand and say like hey stop this stop this ride yeah you know, i'm gonna like I'm gonna stick through it you know that's kind of like my mindset going like going through this whole thing is like hey I'm going to be there i I just have this saying where it's just like hey I'm either gonna yep. succeed or I'm gonna die trying that's like that's kind of like the mindset, and like I don't know like for me like it's, you know, what, I, what I've been noticing lately is, like, it's that, it's kind of like that, almost like that immigrant mentality in a way. Uh, I don't know whether that's the right way to call it because <laughs> there's a lot of people who aren't immigrants who think like that, too. But I think it's more, it's more like, it's, it's and you find it more in, like, um, no, I in an immigrant that grit. You know, population. Um, and I think it's because it's the, it's the work, yes, yeah, that grits that work ethic. And it's really that like knowing like, hey, like what an opportunity it is that, you know, I moved my entire family to a different country. You know, like for the Americans out there, it's like, just think about going to China and like being like, you you can't say anything bad about the government. You like you know you start you you ran you text a friend something joking about the government you're screwed the next day somebody's gonna come after you that's you know that's the that's what's happening in china and it's or you go to like Iran you go to like the middle east somewhere and you're like and and you just you don't have you don't have all this luxury going on you have like constant uh like Constant like mm-hmm. fighting, constant like violence. Um, you know, or you go to you, I don't know, you go to like Africa, you go to like 80, and you, you, you there's, there's so much like scarcity. Um, and not a lot, yeah. Of, and
1: like people coming a from lot like, of other countries to here, like, um, it's just imagine, like, God forbid, like some crazy ass war happens in our, our country, and like somehow we get like divided. Like, that's literally what happened to people. And they had to move to another country. Like, imagine going to a vacation, but, like, it's not a vacation. You had to freaking move there because you were forced to do that and, like, start up again. Like, you couldn't bring any of the funds that you had here. You had to start up from nothing. Like, that's literally what these people had to do. And, like, man, like, we, we talk about it, like, within our family, but I, I, can't, I can't even, even fathom that. You know what I mean? But it's, like, instilled in us to be able to, like, grind through that stuff. And right. even if you can, experience like, understand that or not, I think people that are, are successful, like, they have that inner grit in them where it's, like, they have this, like, burning like desire to just be the person that they want to be and, like, be as successful as they want. And any time, like, an opportunity comes knocking at their door, they're going full force at it. And like, and if you're if you're half assing like a situation, like you're playing small and you're doing yourself, and this world is disservice because whatever your why is, like it needs to be out there. You need to be pursuing it, whatever it is. How do how does one
0: find their why? Man, like I'm not a freaking
1: life coach, but like I think finding your why is just like. Well, like I found. Well, how did you find your why? That'd be the easier way to do it than trying to like talk out of my ass right now. (laughs) <laughs> but finding my why like <laughs> what I really enjoy doing you know and what I really enjoy doing is meeting people and connecting with people and I love connecting with people I love talking I love figuring out like different things in people's lives and I also love helping people and I tried to figure out what type of like profession that really lined up with for a long time that I thought I was to be a physical therapist and then I found chiropractic in chiropractic actually more found me because I just, I never even went to a seminar and there was a seminar at my school and I went to it and it was my school that held this seminar and it just kind of found me. And it really connected with that. Like, wow. Like I get to like talk to people every day. I get to help people every day with my freaking hands and I get to build like a, a relationship. Like that's awesome. And what, why do I want to do that? Like I saw my, my own mom, like, working so hard to provide for her family like i want to be able to help myself my family and even people in that same step where they're they're trying so hard to like support themselves and their family that they forget about their own health and chiropractic is a vehicle for me to be able to help people in that sense so like that why for me is to help people like my mom or people that are struggling all the time to like make ends meet you know what i mean and they forget to take care of themselves. And that was the why of like chiropractic mm-hmm. and like the why for like my life in general is to, to make this place like a better place by building the relationships that I know I can build.
0: That's amazing, man. I love it. That's profound. Because like
1: this, this, this life That's is profound. all filled with like connections, and it's you just... know? Like how can you make this place better? And it's by meeting people and it's by helping others for me,
0: you know? No, you're right and it, until you meet people until you talk to people connect with people you don't really know what those problems yeah. are i mean we can sure we can we can assume but it's like you know it's not like i i mean part of one of my one of my motivations for like st- starting this podcast is like you know like i'm i don't i don't really want it to be like a structured thing i just want it to be a free flowing thing and it, i like one of the things is just like, hey, like, how do we have deep, deep conversations
1: <clears throat>
0: about about life, about adversity, um, you know, about like the stuff that people go through, you know, stuff that we're going through. Um, I know, and just to speak on that, you know, I know a lot of. Uh, you know in this in this time it's it's pretty and i talk about like the immigrant man, mindset but another thing that's super real right now is like you know just facing asians facing the adversity Yo, of, of, yeah like, i saw some video pointed of like, at these asian people being blamed at, at for, people for covid saying
1: that they're the reason of why like coronavirus is in like the united states I'm, like dude that's crazy so crazy
0: and my my family like lives in san francisco where like you have like the Chinatown and one of the like the biggest Asian or the biggest Asian but not only that, but Chinese whatever like all like population there and it's just like you know you have people like you said yeah you have people like getting you have Asian people Asian not even not like the young people but the 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 older folks like for crying out loud the older folks and it's sort of like what the hell the older folks have been here they my parents have ever since they were here like they've been here for like 50 years and they never gone back and it's like why are they getting like beat up? why are they like why are you guys picking on it doesn't make any sense you know and it's just like picking on the weak Not you know because i'm like i haven't been approached by anybody you know i know like like dr Cohn, like when this whole thing started dr Cohn was like You you know, you you want to be careful out there, you know, because uh, people are gonna people are gonna start like saying stuff to you because of this whole like stupidity thing. And I'm like, all right, but like so far, literally, like I no one no one has like told me anything, you know. But it's like they pick on the they pick on the weaker, they pick on the so wrong, man. And it's just like, dude, seriously, so wrong, man, so wrong, and it just it it pisses me off um because it's like are you serious you know these people are these people are like one of the the hardest working people in history um the only thing they want they never like are malicious to anybody the asian population i've never you seen know, a little ignorant being but like malicious, malicious to anybody <laughs> and yeah and it's just like and they you know like the asian immigrants they they want to come here and they all they want to do is provide for their kids a better opportunity, better situations for their kids. Like my parent, I like I hate to always like think about this. But then when I think about it, it's like I'm like, man, there's so there's so many treasures. There's so many beautiful things in the world where you can experience. You know, people have gone. To, I haven't traveled that much, but like people have gone to like, like. Greece people have like went on cruises people have went like to all sorts of different places and experienced all types of different things and it, that's just part of the human experience and then for my parents to be like ever since they were young till still till mm-hmm. this day just working still living in the same place same routine every single day it's sort of like i, I always think and i'm just like they sacrifice their entire lives so that I can be so that I can have yeah. a platform of where I am now and if I'm not if I if I'm not going at a hundred percent if I'm not grinding if the, if I'm not continuing it if I'm
1: not like you're like level, letting them the, then you're you're wasting their their like hard work and all their sacrifices that they've done and I totally get behind that man right
0: right and you got you got people out here telling like you know beating them up beating the asian population like people up older uh, like uh the elders up um you know just oh it's so horrible man it's just like all this all this like hate crime thing and serves no purpose like what does it do like what you know what what does yeah, what does the violence do? What does what does calling them names do? Um, it, it's really it, it's it's really sad. And I'm just like I don't know. Like another way to think about it is like it sh- you should be like what can I learn from these people? Cuz these people are like so focused and driven and they're so accomplished. You know, like what can I learn from like Asian people? So like how I like to think about it all the time, you you know. And I I hate to say this too, but it's like, you know, the Americans. It's like, you know, for me, like I'm American and I grew up here, and I know I know how it feels to just be like have everything like provided for you, and you just kind of like complain about life, and um, you just expect almost entitled to it. Like things to be all right, and it's entitled yeah and it's like i'm not like pointing this out like, no yeah pointing absolutely. my fingers i'm i'm pointing this finger back at myself because like i have these demons too and i feel sometimes i feel like man like what you know why can't i have this or like what like oh this is supposed to like you know i'm supposed to like be this way yeah. or i'm supposed to have this or i deserve this you know where it's like you, you sometimes like you know you don't realize that whereas like i, I just remember my my dad would like to, I remember, I just go back to the stories that my dad would tell me about, like how, there was one story about him, like he just, uh, he, was, he was back in like the village days, like back in like a village in China, and he was like looking looking inside a, a store, like this, uh, this, this bakery, and it, there was this like, there was this chubby kid in there, and this chubby kid was like eating a like like one of those like buns, um, like a bread thing for, <laughs> for all the people who don't know what a bun is. Um, but like it, it was just, it's just white flour, literally just that white so bomb, flour. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, you know, yeah, just white flour bun. And. He was like, he was just watching that kid eat it with so much like, you know, like just savoring every bite. And he was staring at him like in the street with no money as a kid. He was hungry, his mouth watering. And I'm just like, dude, that like just feeling that because when he told when he tells me that it's like we're living in this like awesome house and he's telling me these stories of like his past and I'm like. It, it's so it touched it like your heart just can't it can't help but like to just melt and oh, it's just this weird feeling i don't know how to describe it but just to hear these stories mm-hmm. and it's like that is so incredible man like i want that i wish i always i, I kind of said like <laughs> man i wish i like i went through some like kind of suffering to kind of feel that and but I it's think like at the I same the time I is, don't, like, you know the
1: reason why our parents <laughs> and did that is so you don't have to go through that but it's important to be able to carry on like that same message to like even our kids, you know, like for us to be able to grind now and like, to be able to set up like the future of our family, it's important that they don't have to go through that because like, yeah, you don't want your family to suffer like that. But it's also important to like how we're talking now, it's to understand that you have to be able to work hard and earn the things that you need versus like expecting it to be given to you. And I think that's the big takeaway with like the suffering, you know, um, it's, it's to work hard for what, for what you, for, for what, what it is. And you don't, there's nothing that you should think that you deserve anything. Like you should take it. I don't know. Like that's kind of the mentality that I have. It. it's like, I do realize that I do get into like the like entitlement sometimes. I'm like, no, man. I need to get, I need to snap out of it. Like no one's going to give me any of this stuff. Like, I got to go get it. And if you can instill that in your family, man, I think that's the big premise of it. I was born here. Yeah, I was and born you, in Anaheim. Were, were you born here? So, like, I, I mean, like, I didn't yeah. grow up very wealthy yeah. at all. Like, my family, I still, we, we still sit, live at the same house that my parents came here in. And, um, I mean, they're they're pretty well off now, but they, they live very humbly, you know. Um, But growing up, like, I didn't really have yeah. much, man. And... I think that's why, like, I do have, like, some of that, like, like, limiting beliefs as well of, like, success sometimes because of that. Um, but it's a blessing in disguise mm-hmm. to be able to, like, understand that as well and to see that within my own family. And it's like, I, I don't want that. Like, I want to be able to, like, be better, you know? But it's, it's, it's the hard work and, like, dedication and, like, to understand, like, there's, there's a bigger cause to everything versus just yourself
0: yeah i yeah i want to acknowledge for what you said about like the the or go back to it where the limiting beliefs about success i think that's so huge because um, that's one of the things we 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 always talk about uh in in like in neuro emotional technique in the emotional work is it's really about like you know f- like cutting that wire rewiring things so that we're we're getting rid of the these like these limiting self limiting beliefs mm-hmm. about what we can do and who we can become and things like that, uh, but we all have them you know and i and i and I totally agree with you is that they're they they're yeah they 're yeah. from childhood they 're from our upbringing you know and it 's yes, they are these beliefs like what you know tell me about that tell me about like what are these you know what 's something that you know give me like an example of uh like, like a let's see, like a limiting
1: belief that I have. Definitely, like, am I good enough, you know? And looking for, like, acceptance all the time. I think that's something that I I, I kind of struggle with. I've gotten a lot better at it as, like, I've gotten older here. But I still realize that sometimes, especially as, like, an opening practice and, a, like, a, a young doc, like, looking for acceptance from, like, other people that I'm, I am good enough to do the things that I'm doing versus like, I'm just that young person that is just hungry and are just trying to get out in front of people. You know what I mean? And the when I'm, I was doing like neuro technique. Like most of my issues stem from like impending doom as a four year old. So like impending doom as in sense where mm. shit just hits the fan and everything just goes real sour, really quick. Mm. And every single emotion Mm -hmm. that I've had pretty much stems from impending doom as a four-year-old. So like literally every single issue that I've tried to like go through and like get help from stems as a four-year-old feeling impending doom. And I think that, and I'm like, shit, like I got to make sure like when I'm a parent that I don't instill that in my kid, you know, because like this is something I'm struggling Mm -hmm. as like a 27 year old. Like that's, that's, That's crazy. Twenty three years of my life, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. why, why, why am I feeling impending doom for twenty (laughs) three years of my little life here? Like, that's crazy. And and like, man, that's sad. Yeah. And we all have it. And regardless, right? And we
0: all have these. We all have these. We all have these things. These any uh, they call their neuroemotional complexes or, you know, but these significant events in our past where. It, it does it, 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 it sort of defines us you know in a way it's our, it's our subconscious programming of you know who we are kind of thing I know I know a lot of people they talk about this and you know a lot of people say you know you just you just have to keep keep doing the work keep grinding along and yes that's like that's exactly what you need to do and you become such a if you can get over your limiting beliefs, and I think it's like, like you are so it. much of I a stronger I think it's accepting
1: person. it versus like but like it always... and being ignorant to it. Yeah, because you just have this like high anxiety all the time because you're just pushing through it. When like, I tried to accept the fact that I'm I'm scared of failure and I'm I'm scared of like things just not working out and my life just turning to ruins. Like that's that's a real fear. You know what I mean? But if I just ignore it, like that doesn't serve any purpose other than mm-hmm. like I'm still going to be scared of it. Like why not just be like, okay? Like this is what I'm scared of. Like, how can I make sure that that doesn't happen, though, you know, and really think about it logically, like, realistically, man, the only time you're really going to fail is when you quit, you know, like, that's the way I look at failure is quitting. So, like, with me, like, I'm never going to quit, like, regardless of, like, I know I'm not going to fail a chiropractic, but if, God forbid something goes wrong and I'm just horrible out of nowhere. <laughs> And I end up just not being successful at all. Like I'm going to figure out something that I can make sure that I can provide myself and like for my family. So like just accepting the fact that, Hey man, like things can go sour and it's going to be okay though. And it's, and it's really the,
0: you know, even though things, yes, yes, w- things will, will go, go sour, sour in one thing um, or another. You know, something will, will you know, no matter what it is, but it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter what it is, but like when things do go, the worst yes. moments, the those are the, the defining points, those are like, those are the best moments in life, because, you know, if something doesn't work out, then maybe it's like, mm-hmm. hey, there, there's an opportunity around the corner that's waiting for you, that's better. Um, and it's like, and it's coming from, from that, that it mindset. is, man. It's so you tough, know, man. It's so it's hard It's a constant though. struggle it, every it is, single day. It,
1: it's so hard, man. You know, it's, and it's, it's kind of the beauty of it. It's, the, it's it's like the beauty and the struggle. And I feel like every time I talk to someone that's like super successful and they're like, Honestly, I kind of wish I was, like, struggling again. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? They're like, man, it's so beautiful. Like, <laughs> when you're constantly working towards something. You're you're just, like, you're just motivated. And once you kind of get there, you're, like, you kind of, like, just look back and reminisce all the time. And I'm like, wow. Like, I really should, like, enjoy the journey. Mm-hmm. Like, you are looking into the, like, I try to be, like, as present as I can as, like, what is going on and, like, Man, like, you never get these opportunities again. Like, I'm never gonna be like, Man, I'm living with my parents again, I'm not gonna live with my parents for the rest of my life after this, you know? But like, it's beautiful. I get to hang out with my parents like yeah. during a quarantine, I get to see them every day. I get to make sure they're healthy, I get to check them, I get to eat my mom's food. Like, dude, that's great, you know? And like I and I and I look at it I that look at great. it negatively a lot of the times. Like, oh, man, man like I wish great. I was not here. I wish I was back in my own place like i lived by myself for 10 years like it's pretty difficult moving back with your parents you know what i mean i'm sure most people that have moved in back with their parents like they can totally attest yeah. where it's like it's weird you know um but like it's also like beautiful in the same sense if you kind of let it yeah and i don't know it's it's more of like an ego thing you know what
0: I mean? yeah 100 percent. i was just about to say like is it is it almost as if like you know, you you like you you grew up and then you you um, you flew you're out of bat. the <laughs> and what's now good, Mama you, and Dad. You're, you're like you're you're crawling back home, like yeah, you're crawling back home in failure kind of thing, and it's like yeah, like you said, it is kind of like an ego kind of thing where you're like, oh, like I'm supposed to like be able to do this on my own,
1: and do you, do you like talk to me like how does that like how do it's you just like my your mindset, mindset for on like, that? what like what I'm doing at home and stuff or yeah. Or like going be like going back home. The main premise know, like, of going home what is, what's like, that to be able feeling to save money of, during the time of like opening my practice. And like man, like opening a practice is not cheap, you know? And just trying to keep my costs low for at least like the first year is like my vision where it's like, okay, like at least I don't have to pay rent. I'm just gonna help my parents and cool. Like that can go towards like the overhead that I'm gonna have. Like that's wonderful. So that's the mindset that I had. And then, like, during these quarantine times, like, I'm not home I'm, – I'm at home all day. So, it's, like, it does get to the point where, like, I wish I wasn't, like, maybe with, like, my parents here. Like, I was with, like, my girlfriend or I was just by myself, like, doing what I need to do. And, like, just, just kind of switching it around and just – like, people don't even have parents to be able to do this, you know? Just being thankful for this opportunity for me, like, that mm-hmm. my parents – like love me enough to like let me back into my house as a twenty-seven year old. Like that's fucking wild, dude. Like, <laughs> like I think about it, like dude, that's crazy. Man. Like, only Asians, man. Like I couldn't imagine. Only, like my friends, lives, like their, their kids come <laughs> back. Like uh, it's just, yeah, man. It's uh, it's almost on for them too. Like I'm, I'm sure it's really weird to have me home. You know, it's weird for me to like having a, a grown ass adult like walking around like doing whatever he needs to do. Like I'm, I'm. Trying to work, like getting calls every single day, and like I'm sure it's weird for them too. They're they've been used to not having me home and stuff, and now I'm home, and they've been more than grateful to have me home. And I try to be as grateful as I can. And obviously, like we bicker and stuff here and there, just like anyone else. But just being thankful for that, you know, just kind of cherishing the time that I'm having with my parents, because I know when like things get busy and I move out, like man, we're just not going to see them as much. And truth be told, like they are getting older and that shit makes me sad, you know? And I just try to make sure that I'm as present as I can when I do have the time that w- I'm with them. Cause I'm sure the time that I'm going to be in this house is going to be shorter than I feel like it's going to be. And the more that I can cherish it and just, I don't know, man, it's, 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 it's kind of like, it's touching in the same sense as annoying, you know?
0: <laughs> hmm. Uh, I dude, I totally get it, and for, I totally get it. For me, you know, like we're 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 like the same age, and I don't know how old your parents are, but like I know that for me, like my parents had me when they were like forty Whoa, really like really, and they're forty like threes, I think, forty something, and yeah, so I was like a miracle <laughs> child, you know, kind of thing, barely made it. Um so, but but yeah, it was like I I know, like growing up, it was like. I, I noticed that my my a lot of my friends um they would you know they would be like oh yeah we're 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 like we're going like snowboarding we're going um hiking we're going we're doing all these things with my with my with my family and I'm just like really like my parents are old like they don't like their joints are aching like they're they're working you know my dad has like a disease like You know, like what, what are you talking about? And then, so like, I I didn't really, it didn't really hit me, but then like, just watching like how other parents were like significantly younger than my parents were sort of like, it was like a shock. And for me, it was like, you know, like, I don't know if this is resentment, it just sounds resentful, but it's, uh, but I don't think it is. But it's sort of like, I, I just wish I had more time. I just wish I had more time. And I like to think like they're gonna yeah. live until like 150, you know, and things like that. But it's like, you know, like I know the timeline, and so to think about that is is like is tough because I'm like, you know, my dad already went through a like like a scary like a scary thing going through liver transplant and everything. So it's just kind of like thinking about okay, like now how much time do I have with him? How much time do I have on my parents? Um, my grandpa too. Um, he's like 90 something, so it's just like, like thinking about mm-hmm. that, it, it it makes me miss home. And I know what you're saying, cause when I when I when I moved out, um, when I went when I went to college in like San Jose, my parents were in San Francisco. When I went to college in San Jose, I was like so happy to like move out and like be on my own and get that sense of like freedom that I don't have to report to them about like where I'm going, when I'm coming home. I just like had this like, sense of yes. like, I'm doing things for myself <laughs> on my own. Yeah, but I'm using your money, so <laughs> go figure. Entitlement, <fair>. baby. <laughs> so it was like, but I, but I loved it. It was like, yeah, entitlement. I, I love that feeling of like, just, just kind of being out on my own and figuring things out. And then now as I get older, it's sort of like, and I moved to Orange County now, so I'm even further away. It's almost as as if like, like, I'm looking for all these things, you know. Like people are like, oh, why don't you can just be like, you, why don't you just stick to like chiropractic, you know? Why are you looking into like building like building like a, a network marketing company, a, a team, a network marketing company, and stuff like that? Why are you looking like studying things about like investing? And I'm just like, cause I want to get there fast, man. Like I I'm I'm trying to get there so that I can spend. Yeah more time with my family you know because i i want to get myself established like while i'm young and i have all this energy and i want to yes, do it bro. quickly so that a i can have my family like you know and at, at the same time like spend time with my previous the family i came from while building my new the family that i will have so i it's want like that all years to now. happen and i don't want it to be like i don't I don't want it to be 10 years from now, and I'm still like trying to grind at my job and figuring out stuff out about money while I'm like scared that my parents are gonna, you know, my parents don't have much time left, and then and then I'm built, then I'm trying to, you know, and I if I wait too long, then I'm gonna be in the yeah. same boat as like I, now I have kids too late kind of thing. So like, you know, this so many of this goes into my head, and it's like, you know, I know the easy answer is like, why don't you just go back home, like and spend time with your family. And that's another you know, yeah. thing. When, I, when I'm at home,
1: I yeah. don't work.
0: I, I'm so lazy. So I don't know how you do it, but I am so lazy when I go back to my parents' place. Maybe it's about, <laughs> like, all this nurturing that I get. I get fed. My mom's making yeah. me food. Like, it, everything is so good, and, like, I don't have, like, like, things to attend to. Like, I just kind of float. And like that gets me. Mm-hmm. That's why like I try not to go back too often, or not stay too often because I like, like vacation I get into lazy this mode. Right? Lazy mode. I get it. Yeah. I just get into this like like how I was in the past. Not and yeah. I know, it's not where like, you need how to be. I was too, in yeah. The past is definitely now For me, what I did was like
1: I, there's an extra room Exactly. In the house, so like, um, and I set up my desk in like my office in there. So like. I don't go into my room room until like nighttime, yeah. so like I try to like separate my room that's from great. like my workspace, and that's really helped a lot to like increase like productivity, but yeah, man it is sometimes hard like it is hard sometimes like being home all the time, um, just trying to set like more of like a schedule to like waking up at a normal time, like not sleeping in. I know like when I first got quarantined, like beforehand, I was waking up at five every single day. Um, just, like, working out and, like, continuing, like, starting my day and, like, doing my meetings and stuff. And when I got quarantined, I'm like, oh, shit, I don't have to wake up, like, super early, like, do all this stuff. And that happened for, like, a week or so. I'm like, wow, I feel like a terrible human right now. And so I got back into, like, a normal schedule, you know, sleeping normal time, waking up at, like, early again. And, like, for me, like, I look at stocks every morning. So, like, having that as a routine is, like, really good for me. And just being able to, like, disconnect from, like, my actual room and going into another room like that. If people are at home and that are listening to this, like, that's something that's really helped me, like, with, like, productivity and trying to, like, still be, like, a normal working person while I'm not home. That's cool. Yeah, bro, that's I amazing. love options, man. Like, stock options. That's stocks. my jam. Yeah, dude. Yeah, well, that, that's probably another conversation really? that we'll have. Really? But, like. Wow. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of legal. I, I used my student loans when I, <laughs> when I was in school to do stock options. Um, and, like, now I took a little break right like in December to February because I thought I was going to open up this practice and it's hard man like trying to like do stocks in the morning and like do meetings and stuff like my brain wasn't capable of doing that so after this quarantine started happening is when I started going back into stocks just so that I can like make some income and stuff still
0: wow that's cool started trading when
1: did you like started like trading like last March like so it's been like a year and I yeah so I'm fairly new um, it's something that I, oh, just, wow. I thoroughly enjoy it it's just so dope, dude. And like, you don't need that much income to do stock options. You just gotta be a little educated because you can lose your money pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, how'd you get into it? Like, what Yeah, was, yeah what my was buddy Landon. Um, like, how, he how, was how like,
1: bro, I started with a grand and I looked at his account. He had like 28 grand. I was like, dude, what? Like, that's crazy, bro. Like, what did you do? He's like, dude, stock options. I was like, well, like, what is stock options? I only know about stocks, you know? Like, He's like, no, man, stock options, it's like, we are pretty much like, it's not, a, you're not betting on the stock market, but it's pretty much like an easy, simple way to think about it. It's like, do you think the stock is going to go up or is it going to go down? And you got to just make sure that you're correct in that. And that's how you make money because let's say super simple. Let's say if stock of Apple is like 243 bucks today and you look at the market and you're like, is it going to go up or is it going to go down? You pick up, let's say you think it's going to go up. You pick like a number like either t- 243 or any numbers higher than that and you you, you put like a percent of money down on that portion. So there's a specific cost to that. And when you put that money in, that number changes as the stock rises because it's going to get more expensive. And when you sell it at that price, whatever that difference is how much money you're going to make. So like a 3% increase on the regular stock market is like nothing. When on a like stock option, that can be like two 300%. So like a $40 investment can turn into like a four or $500 wow. investment if it's done like if like a, a, like a stock, like really jumped out of the world, like just this past week on Friday, I missed out pretty Mm -hmm. hard. So like I got into Moderna and what's cool is like, you don't, you're not investing into these stocks. So you're not like having to like research, like, do I believe in this stock and like putting money into it? Like you just have to look at data and kind of like semi news, you Mm -hmm. know? And Moderna is like a, like a, a, like a vaccine company. Like obviously I'm I wouldn't say I'm like, I'm not, not for vaccines at all, but I'll make, mo- I'll, right. I'll make money off of it, you know? Yeah. you're just <laughs> So like, I knew that- You're just trading it. Yeah. yeah to, like, exactly. Be the vaccine for like coronavirus. I'm like, oh shit. Okay, cool. So put money on in on Friday. It was $40 and I was going up and I sold it at the end of the day because it was the weekend. I was like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen over the weekend. And I wake up this on, on Monday morning, I sold it. So I made like 20 something bucks, which was like nothing. But I looked at it on a Monday, and if I would have held on to that stock, I would have made like six hundred bucks, dude, off of forty bucks. So like, that's the, like the volatility wow. of like stock options.
0: That's awesome. What's what's the stuff? that Started you're looking at, are you at charts, just, like, looking at news, Straight charts, yeah. Like, so like, there's like, like, like indicators indicator on charts that you
1: can use. Like, there's like hundreds and hundreds okay. of indicators. So, I my brother and I like figured out like three or four that we really like. And we just stick to those indicators, and that's what we use, man. And, like, it, like the indicators are just different things, like, like, volume, like, how much this stock is, like, how many people are using it, um, different, like, moving averages of, like, okay, like, this is, like, an average of where the stock is at now. What is the average from, like, five, six days beforehand? And you kind of, like, see, like, the change of charts and stuff, and you can make predictions off of it. But it does take that's time. Fine which was difficult where okay. it's like if you can miss windows of opportunity, just kind of like how I did, you know, um, either selling too late or selling too early or just straight up mm-hmm. missing the boat. And like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of like, uh, like personality into it too. Um, yeah, man. So like, I, it's you, can, very you psychological, can definitely see like huh? bad behaviors of like your own personal things coming into like play when you start playing with money like that, you know? Um, a lot of greed, especially, I think is the mo- one thing that really affects, like, myself. Yes. Like, shit, like, this thing's popping up. Like, I see it going up. Like, I'm going to hop in. And then you know that it's not going to pop up anymore because I already did it, you know? But you think that it's going to continue going up, and then you lose money. And you're like, damn, like, I knew it.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Because I, I think a lot of people, it it's, it's really when, uh, I like to always think about it this way. It's like, if... If there's like when the whole Everyone Bitcoin thing and like, every, every, <laughs> like you know, everybody's mom and their dog was talking about Bitcoin and that's when you know, yes. man, I'm going to sell this, you know, like, because, because this, is, this is not going anywhere. There's no one else to buy. There's no one else to like to, you know, there's no more, you know, when, when the whole world is like in on it, it's sort of like you miss the, the end already. of the move right there so you know yeah you you you're kind of like or if you're on the train it's time to get off because you know you want to be and i think like it's so it's so parallel with a lot of different things in life it's like you know do you Mm -hmm. follow the crowd or do you do the opposite you You can get burned if you follow the crowd i always like to say this it's like most people yeah most people are like you know i hate to say this like this is kind of sound kind of rude but like yeah most I'm sorry, but most, most Americans are in debt, they have student loans, they're miserable with their job, they, like, they have a lot of financial stress, they have all this type of stress, they have health issues, you know, and they, they, they don't know how to think, they don't know how to like, seek for help, they don't know what to eat, they don't have the discipline to, to, for their own health and to get out of their financial situation. I mean, that's just kind of the reality. You know, that's just what i've been observing maybe i'm wrong you know but that's just that's just kind of how i saw things and like you said it's like you know for me i just think about like okay where's the, <laughs> where's everybody going cuz i'm going to go the opposite or i'm, I'm going to look at least at the opposite way just to see what's going on and that's exactly right cuz like when everybody was talking about bitcoin like it, it, yeah, the the thing was at its all time high, and then the next thing you know, that thing straight like fell. And it's like that for anything with, mm-hmm. with like, you know, with Apple stocks or Tesla stocks or um, whatever the case may be. You know, now you've got this whole thing where everyone is They're wearing more on like their face, wearing like masks <laughs> and, and doing all this. Yeah, and then doing exactly, and just kind of following the crowd and believing whatever the mainstream media is saying and it's like but then there's like a whole lot of other data there's a whole lot of other common sense things that you can if you just take a t- your time to look at it it's saying the complete opposite thing and it's just like you know and, it, and it's just that that thing you know when I tell people about like business opportunities it's sort of like people like almost think like Oh, that's not possible you know that's too good to be true and i'm like what are you talking about and then and it's just like they just go back to their nine to five job you know it's like oh if, no, if it not. was so easy everybody would be do-. i'm like yeah because it's not easy and you gotta think like the uncommon yep
1: you yeah, that's be, be the do.
0: uncommon like person <laughs> you know you gotta and,
1: and
0: <laughs> Hundred percent, a hundred percent, and that. Well, not only yep. that, but different with that's even why we do the techniques that we do,
1: because. And we did yeah. it because we believe that, like, so different. It's something that has helped so us so different from mainstream. It's going to help street. other people versus like, I could just totally be adjusting everybody's spine like everyone else, but that's just following the crowd again, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing, man. But uh, yeah, listen, I want
0: to be respectful for your time. It's it's been a. Uh, <laughs> We're at we just hit 99 yeah. minutes and i think i'm a that's awesome yeah it's good good content but i, I love it it's a it's good conversation it's just yeah, good to sure, dive yeah. in it deep a little bit we got to keep doing this yeah um obviously we got a lot to talk about you know there's so much just yeah, so man. much richness in in i think each of our lives and, and like the it's just our upbringings and Especially Absolutely, like man. we can
1: relate to each well, other so be well a,
0: on on things, so it's gonna be a good like lifelong uh, but yeah, relationship. But thank you, we thank have you that, for
1: I mean, sharing. We're in the same community, and we're gonna be serving, man. It's gonna be great. I'm I'm blessed to be able to have you here, and it's it's an honor to be able to serve with you, brother. It's an honor. Love it. Awesome,
0: man. Well, thank you, Dr. Chris. Alrighty, man. And until next time, I will definitely Sounds invite great. you again, and we're gonna keep talking about All more right. stuff. Thanks for having but, me, Doc. Um,
1: have a good day.